Hello and welcome to What's New Today. This is a kids and family podcast about current events shaping our world. From India, this is Sangeeta and my co-host today is Meher. I am from Dubai and I am 12 years old. It's lovely to have you over Meher. Every weekday we discuss one interesting news story, be it in science or politics or business or sports. I love listening to stories, especially ones that are about events happening around us. I also love to do my own additional research about these stories once I hear them. In today's episode, we're going to talk about a floating city. Have you ever heard of an entire city that floats on water? Well, that's the new idea that a city in South Korea called Busan, along with the United Nations, has developed. So, Meher, tell me, when I speak about floating city, what comes to your mind? I think of Venice. Even though I know Venice doesn't really float, I believe I've been to Venice once when I was a child. And whenever I see pictures, I always see a lake, boats, and an entire city built around it. You know why people chose to live in Venice in ancient Europe? A lot of people lived in, uh, who were living in Italy. They were attacked by enemies from their neighboring countries. So when they all had to flee, they ran away to the marshlands, which today makes uh, or forms the city of Venice. And so they stayed there for a little while and more and more people started escaping from uh, their enemies in other regions of Italy. And they all ended up taking refuge in this region called Venice. And that's how the city of Venice began to grow. And then people began to wonder, now we need... If there are so many people here, we need homes for all of us. So how they built uh, homes on the marshlands or swampy waters of Venice was, I will give you the answer to this question. But since you told me you have visited Venice, what do you remember of Venice, of the way the buildings are? I can't quite remember, but I remember the houses looking very pretty. They were painted really nicely, but they were mostly smaller houses. Sort of, they almost looked as if they were stacked on top of each other. They were very closely and compactly packed together. Right. So what uh, people then did was they, so they built long wooden stakes or sticks into the bottom of the lagoon. And on top of these wooden stakes, they built platforms. And then on top of these platforms, they built the houses and the churches that, you know, you can see if you visit Venice today. That is possibly why, Meher, that the houses look like they are stacked one on top of each other. Because there's a wooden platform on which they would have built something. And on top of that, they would have built something. Now, coming back to this floating city of Busan today, you know, in South South Korea. Why do you think today people are considering building floating cities? Do you think we are all running away from any enemy? No, not as such. I think people are building floating cities because because of climate change. Our glaciers are melting and so the sea level is rising. So 
a lot of homes or most of the land that's built close to the sea scientists estimate in the next 20 or 50 years those cities might be entirely submerged in water and so floating cities would be really good but i think but if you think about it if there was a tsunami or an earthquake in the water i don't think a floating city would be very safe so tsunami i don't know but like you rightly said in terms of the rising water levels and some moderate level of flooding that might happen in coastal cities these floating cities are definitely a very good safeguard against them so you nailed the reason on its head meher you were very right floating cities as a concept are now becoming increasingly common to help us find a dwelling place for all those people who are at risk of rising water level so this could be islands uh, this could be coastal cities on any large country or continent as we see today so for instance today if someone had to build a new city on along a coast like new york no one's going to go around building the city the way it was done over the last 200 300 years so now people are going to consider building them on platforms which can allow the city to float and um, not be affected by rising sea levels so meher if i told you to build a new floating city a uh, sorry forget floating city if i told you to build a new city how would you go about designing the city like if i had to build a city I wanted to be quite spacious but still have the necessity buildings and infrastructure for schools offices and homes for everybody who lived there at the same time I think I wanted to be quite sustainable so it's not contributing to climate change too much so if you wanted it to be sustainable what might you do um we all the energy could come from solar solar panels right i've heard of a couple of plus um, of a couple of packaging options that don't involve single use plastic for example i read about a company named notpla which makes its version of plastic using seaweed wow so we could ban plastic and use that as an alternative so the people who use the seaweed based packaging if they threw it it would decompose on its own is that right uh yes and the seaweed packaging is also edible i believe oh wow so it okay. would decompose a lot faster if you just eat it wonderful you know what today these people who have designed this floating city have designed it I'd say substantially along the lines of how you just described your idea. So maybe you want to be a part of their team also when you grow up. Anyway, so here's what they've done. This floating city has many different parts. So and each part sort of floats separately, uh, but yet these parts are connected to each other by bridges or some small stretches or platforms. So, but each part is meant for a certain purpose. like one part is for people to live in one part is for people to go to work 
with commercial complexes and offices. Another part is for shopping, hotels and restaurants. And of course, there's one part definitely for kids to run around, play, amusement parks and so on. All of them are going to get their electricity just the way you described through solar panels, which are either mounted on the buildings or some of these are even floating out there on water. So will all of these parts be connected? Yeah, by bridges or some small strips of land. In fact, they don't even want to allow any fuel-powered vehicles on these floating cities. It can, I think you're either allowed to use bicycles or electric vehicles. How does that sound to you? Did you see any fossil fuel-powered vehicles when you visited Venice? Do you remember? Um, no, I don't remember Venice. Um, but coming back to Kusan, the fact that they don't want to use any fossil fuel-powered fuel vehicles is a great initiative. But I think it might be quite hard to keep up with, especially because solar panels are going to be very effective, but for a whole city, they're going to need to generate a lot of power. And I've actually read somewhere that solar panels don't absorb all of the energy from the sun that lands on them. In fact, some of that energy bounces off solar panels. So you're saying that they may have to augment their power generation. That means they have to add to their power generation by keeping maybe other sustainable forms of power, right? Maybe wind turbines? Yeah. Actually, electric vehicles should be able to work quite well as long as, they, as, long as there's proper equipment for the battery to be charged as often as it needs to. Very, very um, poignant observations there, Meher. So, you know, um, how do you think these people might be getting their water if you're living in a floating city? Um, the water won't be coming from the mountains. It'll be coming from the sea. Right. The water shouldn't really be like a difficulty, especially since it's floating in water. Okay, so you know, this floating city, they plan on ensuring that 100% of the water they get will be fully recycled and reused. So even the dirty water, say after washing stuff, will be filtered and reused. Why do you think we should be doing this? If like you said, that water is not really such a big deal. I think it's important to recycle the water that they're using because water is still part of nature and so if you want to reduce climate change you have to recycle water and make sure you're not leaving any waste in the ocean less than one percent of the water in the world is fresh water filtering seawater is still more expensive than recycling used fresh water at least as of now so that's the most sustainable option for us For those of our listeners interested in reading about yet another floating project, which is not very far from where Meher lives today, it's a project called the Oxygen. It's a floating city which is meant to be a port on the Red Sea. This has been announced by Saudi Arabia 
it's another giant floating platform where ships can dock things can be moved or even flown out from a nearby airport this time let's see how well you listen today question 1 which country has designed this floating city near busan and along with the support of which organization South Korea is where the floating city will be built and the UN has supported it. Question 2 How is this floating city designed to get its electricity? It's going to be fully sustainable so its electricity will come from solar panels on its buildings and floating on the water. And Meher question 3 Can you name any companies that have developed uh, technologies for a more sustainable tomorrow based on what you may have read? Um like I mentioned Nortla which makes its which makes single use plastic out of seaweed and I also read about a company named Carbfix which traps carbon dioxide in stones. If you can think of any more, be sure to write to us at hello at wsnt.in. We we will be sure to feature your recorded audio in our subsequent podcast. That's it from us today. We'll be back tomorrow with yet another new story. If you've been enjoying listening to our podcasts, please share them with your friends and family. or post it on Instagram or Twitter each time you share these links along with a message on why you love our podcasts it's a huge gift to us please share widely and help us grow also in case you are under 18 years of age and would like to co-host this show with me please write to us at hello@wsnt.in at thank you for listening <laughs>